Walking through the woods on a summer day can be peaceful and relaxing. Taking in the sounds, the smells, and being one with nature. Digging your toes into the sand on a sunny day at the beach, it's an instant de-stressor. But could time spent in nature be good for our physical health as well as our mental health? What exactly happens when we touch the earth? How does our body interact with this natural energy? The fast-paced modern world we live in often leaves us feeling disconnected and overwhelmed. As we hustle through our daily lives, we rarely take the time to pause, breathe, and connect, literally, with the very source that sustains us, the Earth itself. I'm meteorologist Emily Gracie, and you're listening to Off the Radar, a production of the National Weather Desk. On the show, we dig deep into topics about weather, climate, the ocean, space, nature, and so much more. Our goal is to help you better understand the weather and to love it as much as we do. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Grounding, sometimes called earthing, has taken over social media. This, connecting with nature, this is how we heal and thrive. To thoroughly ground your electrical system in the body, you want to ground for hours per day. Grounding is a simple yet powerful practice that involves physically connecting with the Earth's energy. So there's definitely something to be said about being barefoot and grounding, but then also touching a tree. <laughs> it increases conductivity, so you're going to be experiencing more of Earth's electromagnetic energy. The connection has been cherished by ancient civilizations for millennia, but in recent times, it's been forgotten or overlooked in our quest for technological advancement. But recently, it started gaining momentum again, and for good reason. A medical article in 2019 states that earthing, also known as grounding, refers to the discovery that the bodily contact with Earth's natural electric charge stabilizes the physiology at the deepest levels, reduces inflammation, pain, stress, improves blood flow, energy, and sleep, and generates greater well-being. Such effects are profound, systemic, and foundational, and often develop rapidly. In this episode, we'll explore the science behind grounding and the effect it's taking on our body and minds. The National Weather Desk producer, Ryan Berlin, has recently been experimenting with grounding and brought this topic to my attention. Now, at first, I was a little skeptical, but the more I looked into it online, the more interested I became. And because grounding has proved controversial on social media, Ryan and I decided to speak with Dr. Laura Conover, 
also known as the intuition physician, to dig deeper into the issue. A Dr. Conover received her medical degree from Jefferson College and started a career in traditional medicine over two decades ago. Now, her career pivoted to a more holistic approach after her own personal experience with grounding. So with my daughter with colic, she was crying and crying. But if I was outside on the earth, touching the ground with bare feet, because I lived in Arizona at the time, she wouldn't be crying. And so that's kind of, you know, spiraled from there, realizing that, wow, I don't have to medicate her necessarily. I could just boost her wellness. And Laura knows everything there is to know about this topic and has spent her career researching it. She told us how it works, why it works, and the medical studies that support this. So head outside, take off your shoes, and relax while we explore the healing world of grounding. Dr. Laura Conover, thank you so much for joining us. Um, We want your expertise on this topic that apparently is gaining a lot of momentum right now. So we're very excited to talk to you. You are the expert on this. Um, bringing in another one of our national weather desk producers. We've recently had Matt Ritter on the show. Brian Berlin is uh, with us today, and he was interested in this topic as well. He produces our show, our broadcast from the Washington, D.C. area, so familiar with weather. Um, And then I am bringing in my uh, meteorology expertise, of course, into this as well. (laughs) So we're tying it all together, but we're thrilled to have you on the show and I uh, want to get a little background on you, first of all, and a little bit on your story and how you wound up in this different realm of medicine, perhaps. Well, I was totally conventional all the way, you know, conventional medical school and internship and started practicing. And then I became a mom and I realized conventional medicine just totally failed me as a mom because, <laughs> I, you know, my daughter was in pain. She had colic. She cried and she was like two weeks old and I took her into the pediatrician, you know, conventional all the way. And they wanted to put her on all these prescriptions, like antacids and things to help her with pain. And I'm like, she's two weeks old. What? I I don't know. I just, from then on, I just started thinking, no, I'm not going to medicate my daughter from crying. I don't know. Just the whole thing seems, start seeming ridiculous. And then after being a mom, I went in to see a patient. I think I was doing just a general wellness exam um, on a, on a young woman who needed birth control. And in the past, that would have been nothing to me. But at this time, it just felt weird to crank her through in 10 minutes and give her a prescription and not know anything about her. And I just, it started making me feel kind of nauseous. And I just realized I didn't want to practice in a very conventional way. So I started becoming more open to holistic therapies and things that put power in the patient's hand. Um, and, and realizing that medicine is great for emergencies, like my appendix ruptured, thank God I could have surgery to take it out, but that's not really creating wellness. So the standard medical model is to fire hose and put out um, problems, but not, I never learned in medical school or, you know, my training or in my practice how to maintain wellness. And that's where grounding came in. So with my daughter with colic, she was crying and crying. But if I was outside on the earth, touching the ground with bare feet, because I lived in Arizona at the time, she wouldn't be crying. And so that's kind of, you know, spiraled from there, realizing that, wow, I don't have to medicate her necessarily. I could just boost her wellness and her comfort. And there, that's where it started about. And now she's turning 22. So so can you give a little background on what grounding actually is for those who have never heard this term before and what the, the benefits are? Sure. I mean, it's a huge topic. But just to put it simply, again, the earth has this electrical heartbeat, that DC energy. And so it's constantly pulsating out with that. And then our body runs on DC energy just to maintain wellness. We've done tons of medical studies now showing when someone is connected to the earth's energy and when they're not. And there's a synchronization and it actually puts our body in a healing state. And it instantaneously relaxes our muscles. And and I don't mean just like we feel relaxed. I mean, looking at an EMG 
muscle tension on a study, sham grounded versus grounded, the actual muscle tension drops instantly. Um, your brainwave patterns within a millisecond shift into a more healthy, less stressed out pattern. So getting into the alpha brainwaves and anything that's electrical, your heart rate variability within a couple seconds starts to get boosted. So it's a very immediate response when you are synced up and regulated by the natural energy of the earth, as opposed to being totally disconnected and self-regulating. And obviously we can be healthy, even disconnected, because that's how we're alive right now. I don't think any of us are probably grounded right at this moment. But there is a price to pay for how long you go between syncing your body up with the natural regulator, which is the earth outside. Um, and so medical studies have quickly shown a difference. But then if you ground for hours, if you ground nightly, if you ground every day, if you ground for long periods of time, weeks, months and years, there's additional benefits. So the immediate benefits are your muscles, your brain and your heart. But over a long period of time, you can start regulating and balancing your hormones, your cortisol drops. Your sleep is better and more restorative. There's a lot of long-term benefits that it protects your bone density, that kind of thing. So there's immediate benefits and then long-term benefits. Have you seen any like extreme benefits, just anecdotal stories yeah. from your patients where yes. you were even surprised? Like, Yes. I mean, originally I was surprised anecdotally that my daughter stopped crying. But then, yes, I've been working with that for 20 years now with patients saying, I don't think we can ignore this missing piece of Conductive medicine is what I like to call it, because, again, we know the whole body is electrical and we use it to diagnose problems like looking at an EKG, looking at your EEG of your brain, looking at other electrical parameters. But we haven't started in conventional medicine using it as a way to actually boost wellness. But I have been doing that anecdotally with patients for decades now. And yes, oh, my gosh, I ran a weight loss study looking at does being connected to the earth outside for 15 minutes a day boost your metabolism and help with weight loss? And as a side, I just saw so many people in that study I was running. I had one woman who was scheduled for surgery. We just did this study for six weeks and she only did 15 minutes a day outside and she canceled her surgery. She was going to have carpal tunnel surgery on both wrists because she had so much pain and she needed to use it for her occupation. So she actually was scheduled to go under the knife and for doing grounding just 15 minutes a day after six weeks, she canceled it and didn't even need to do the operation because she had no pain and inflammation in her wrists and she was able to work with pain-free. So yeah, dramatic studies and dramatic results in just short periods of time. Um, inflammation is so, everyone's talking inflammation now, it seems, social media like foods to help inflammation. And a lot of people say, you know, grounding can help with inflammation. I think a lot of people don't know what that is. If you could explain when you say like grounding helps reduce inflammation, what that means, because you know, it's not like inflammation, right? Like from a bug bite, that's not exactly what that means, right? It is. It's just internal. But your body's getting irritated. They substitute the word irritated. It's you're irritated. And so like the lining of your, you know, you get like um, more likely to have a heart attack because the lining of your arteries will get inflammation, but just consider it like irritated. So they get sticky and it gets, it has the swelling and the, um, you know, the breakdown of the healthy tissues and the same with your gut lining and breakdown of the mucosa. And so things that shouldn't be getting in, like in your gut, leaky gut develops or in your um, arteries, you start getting plaques there and then you're set up for getting strokes and heart attacks because of the areas of inflammation. But you, I mean, yeah, you could substitute other words, but it, it is basically like what you see on your skin when it breaks down and you have an ulcer or a bug bite or, uh, you know, inflammation there. Yeah. Similar. Do you ever have a hard time talking people into this? Well, no, because I refuse to, because if you're not open to it, then you're going to discount it or you're going to be like, oh, well, because I started exercising, you know, like you're going to make the benefits be about something else. So I would never ever in someone. But I think that is where I come in because I, 
you know, a lot of people are open to grinding, which is great, but you have to be open to it. Whereas I am a conventionally trained physician. And so people who are kind of interested, but a little bit hesitant can actually go to my website and read medical studies and realize it's not just something made up. It's something that not only is it natural, but it has also been conventionally medically studied. So how do, how do you do it? If somebody wants to try this, what's the best way to start? And are there different ways to do it? Yes, I would definitely recommend go outside and as opposed to using a grounding tool at first. But then if you notice that you feel benefits and you want to do it for longer, most people can't be outside for hours. So you can multitask and ground indoors while you're watching TV or sleeping or whatever. So if you want to do a long period of time, then that's where grounding tools come in. But first things first is just to go outside and see if you feel better. And your whole body is conductive. So a lot of times people are like, go outside and go barefoot. But a lot of times you don't want to go barefoot. You live in a city where there's fire ants or it's hot. The pavement's going to burn your feet. So you don't have your own yard. You don't want to necessarily be barefoot. So it's really our whole body that's conductive. So one fingertip touching a leaf on a tree will ground you the same as if you're laying at the beach. So you don't have to be, you know, laying or swimming in the ocean. You could literally be on your lunch break and just touch the leaf on a on a bush in a, in a city uh, environment where it's outside. And it's um, as long as it's rooted in the ground, everything living is DC energy. And so those plants are also grounding you. And actually, there's a lot of surfaces outside that allow the energy through. There's called, they're semiconductive. So cement, so sidewalks are all grounded. Cement is all grounded. Anything oh, Interesting. Metal I didn't know that. So you could walk on the sidewalk and, and that that will give you the same benefit as if you walked in a grass field. Absolutely. Oh, uh, you, and, and like, so if you if you're, think people think you're weird, you know, and or it's not safe to take off your shoes, you can just sit. And I do this a lot in an urban setting. You just sit on cement steps outside and like if you can just have your hand resting there, you can, you know, be weeding through your emails or eating your lunch or whatever. And you're grounded the whole time and no one knows what you're doing. And is it the same? Like is 15 minutes the same or do you need to like, okay, if you're going to do 15 minutes on grass to translate that, you need to do about a half hour on concrete or is it the same exact? No, all conductive outdoor surfaces are interesting. the, The difference between your conductivity on each of these surfaces would be you were talking you would be talking about like the speed of light like 0.000 milliseconds difference gotcha. between okay. the conductivity of something semiconductive and conductive that's how powerful grounding is so if you have a ground test meter and you touch a cement sidewalk or you touch a, a signpost that's metal that's grounded in the earth or you're on the dirt or you're on grass it, it's immediately on all of those going to register as grounded your whole body and even like if you're grounding through your foot your face is instantly ground. I mean, your body is so conductive. Every cell is conductive. So it's like turning on a light like that. But you have to touch it with like your bare skin. I only, I say bare skin because that way we know, but actually you can ground if, but it's just most, most, okay. So plastic is what has really started insulating us from the earth. And most of our fabrics now have polyester or some kind of synthetic. Gotcha. So it is possible, especially if you're wet, if you're sweating or you like, if your if your socks get wet from the, you know, sweat of your feet or whatever, or if you're in a downpour outside, you probably are grounded through clothes because the water will conduct through. But um, I always just say, so you know, and there's no guesswork and you don't have to actually test it, just touch, directly touch with your skin. But again, but heard, there's special, sh- are there special shoes you can walk in? That- oh, there's so many things. Yes, there's <laughs> grounded shoes. There's grounded shoe stickers that you can just stick a sticker under the sole of your shoe, put it on and it'll, the sticker will go inside to where your foot is. Again, grounding through hands. There's conductive gloves. There's conductive socks. There's conductive eye have a conductive walking cane that's a metal cane so you can use like yeah. a hiking stick. I mean, there's just so many. It's I mean, You can do this for free. You should be doing it for free. You should be doing it outside every single day, even if it's just a few minutes. A lot of people who promote grounding, who and they sort of say that a lot of 
it's not more mainstream because it sort of challenges mainstream narratives about medicine. And one of the big things we hear about that is pharmacology and the amount of money that is made there. At a certain point, do you think there's going to be this thing where someone's going to say, hey, you're doing the same thing, right? So we hear about grounding. And a lot of times now you'll see people who promote grounding. They say, this is a great thing. It's alternative. Don't, don't, you know, the, the, the mainstream narrative is all about money. But then at the same time, we're seeing grounding mats, sheets, socks, you know, all of that. Do you, do you think at a certain point that could sort of say, well, this is, this is kind of the exact same thing? Oh, yeah. It's already at that point. It's already there. Yeah. Grounding, the grounding industry, not me as a healthcare provider, because I very much think people should go outside. And I very much resisted grounding tools for a long time until I realized that that's harming patients with mobility issues, patients recovering from things. So there has to be some indoor access. And honestly, you get grounded indoors just when you wash your hands or you take a shower because of the water coming in. I mean, there's a lot of ways to get grounded. Your basement of your home, since cement I mean, I ground out in my garage all the time just because it's a slab and I know I'm grounded just standing in the garage. So even when it's cold out, I have a shelter and I have a heater out there. So there's lots of ways to get grounded, you know, for free in your own home and in your own environment. But yeah, it's already been super monetized. It's a huge industry. And there's a lot of people that don't have healthcare. Prof- in fact, I don't honestly know of a grounding company that is led by someone in healthcare. It's very much a business. And I very much agree with you. Would you say about the last... Early 2000s, maybe 20 years ago, is when people really started to explore this more seriously as a, yes. a way to medically. And yes. so obviously there were small studies, but now we're seeing studies, which to me is a little nerve wracking, that are sponsored by these companies. Oh, so very much like studies, what, yes. Yeah, so but very like, much what we've seen mainstream, you'll say, oh, here's a great grounding study. But if you go and yes. look at, at who's sponsoring that study, it's a company that's selling mats or sheets yes, or something 100%. like that. And it's, a, it's very dangerous and there's a dangerous spinoff because, again, when it's not regulated by healthcare providers, there are grounding companies who, like you said, fund just like a pharmacy right. or a pharmaceutical company would fund a study showing that they're grounding tool. And then they pr- they promote misinformation. So now there's becoming misinformation about how it's safe to ground even around EMFs and that kind of thing because they really want you to buy their indoor grounding tool, but they know you're in, you know, using it at right. your computer. And so, yes, I mean, that's a whole nother podcast, but a thousand percent, it could go down that road of. Uh, there are actually boundaries. It doesn't make you magically protected from EMS because you're conductive. So it's and yes, do I think that um, people who conduct their own studies to sell their own product is something that you should necessarily like hang your hat on? No, absolutely mm-hmm. not. And one more, and I know we got to get back to the the weather portion, Emily. But <laughs> the, social media is obviously huge in a lot of ways, and I think it's one of the things that's really pushing grounding, earthing the movement, whatever. But it's getting tied to a lot of people who challenge other sort of narratives that are becoming controversial. So like Paul Saladino, if you guys don't know him, check him out. He's a big carnivore advocate of the carnivore diet. Um, Liver King, I don't know if people have heard of him, check him out. They're really controversial in a lot of their other areas. And do you feel that that's starting to to make grounding more controversial than it actually should be? Yes. Grounding is lumped in now with everything holistic. Um you know, looking directly at the sun, which I know does cause cataracts. So I'm not 100% a fan, but people will assume, you know, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of lumping in um, of holistic modalities and some of them. But then on the flip side, because I am holistic and very open to holistic modalities, I've been incredibly criticized by the government and by the, you know, Federal Trade Committee. And I have gotten warnings and literally just for promoting vitamin D or vitamin C, you know, had part of my website shut down. So it's, I'm right in the middle and I, and I get both, I get very much criticized um, and regulate over-regulated for things that are kind of common sense. Like, I'm so sorry, but if you think we were born to be insulated from the earth, that's not common sense. So like, I don't see who could be suspicious of grounding. 
I interviewed multiple astronauts who stood on the moon and looked at our Earth and said, it's the most beautiful thing. And you you look at the Earth and it's the only vibrant color in all of space. And you really get the feeling that the planet, the business of this planet is to promote life and to provide life as we know it. That's just what that's what we know in our tiny little slice of our little solar system is that our Earth's business is to support life. I don't mean business profitably, but like that's their that's the Earth supports life. So to think like an astronaut looking at that and he said, every cell in my body wants to go back and kiss the ground, you know, like go back there and be on that Earth because every cell in my body evolved with that Schumann resonance and that Earth's frequency to be that far from it is a scary thing. And I want to go back to it. And it's just a yearning. And so to be suspicious of that and say that that, you know, is so woo woo. I don't think so. I think it makes absolute intuitive common sense. But then it does become lumped into People who think grounding is just meditating or, you know, chakra work or other. And I'm not against any of that work, but I don't I think it is very conventional. We know in medicine that our entire body functions electrically. That's why cardiologists rely on an EKG and neurologists rely on an EEG. And it's it's we know that our body has to function electrically. So I don't understand why it's lumped on one side or the other. To me, it's conductive medicine. It needs to grow and it needs to not be suspicious, but it also needs to not be monetized like you said so yeah it's it's a rough industry right now because it's right. you know it's just right in the middle and it's getting backlash from both sides yeah it's sort of hard because you have yeah it's getting pushed out there which is great but again a lot of the people pushing it are also tied to these other things that are yes. a bit more controversial it seems it's funny you mentioned vitamin d because i feel like years ago if somebody had mentioned like a vitamin d supplement it it maybe wasn't as accepted and now i feel like every doctor is saying vitamin d yeah oh 100 and for good reason it literally helps you sleep at night there's so many things um, I want to go back to this current and ask you about like surface area. So you said touch a leaf. Does it does it make a difference if you're laying on a beach or if you touch a leaf? Is it are you getting the same benefit? Same benefits, and that is because that is how conductive our bodies are, and that is how we were meant to uh, function and be in a state of health. Is that our body is so conductive that one cell, one cell. If I could, if I could go down to one cell on my fingertip and touch something conductive outside on the earth my entire body, like turning a light switch on is grounded from head to toe. It's not something like, that's why it's a great healing modality. Because if you, if I take a, an Advil and I have to wait for my digestive tract to dissolve it, and then I have to wait for my circulatory system to distribute it to feel benefits, that's not what grounding is like. Grounding is conductive. It's electrical. So it is literally like turning a light switch on. So if you have an area that's scarred or has poor conductivity, that's why it's so good for wound healing. Things that are an obstacle for your body to get blood flow or oxygen or a medication to is not an obstacle for grounding. That's why it's a fascinating thing. And there actually isn't any benefit, although it's, I mean, there are other benefits, ions and, you know, vitamin D from the sun and plant pheromones and microbiome. I mean, there's so many additional benefits, but just conductive, you know, just from conductive health, it's not more beneficial to be floating in the ocean than to just have one fingertip on a metal railing outside because your whole body responds is a difference of like, 0.000 0.000 milliseconds difference. If I lay in the earth, I'll get point, you know, just the tiniest fraction of a second quicker because it's my whole body area as opposed to a fingertip. But it's in the realm of healthcare and how your body goes into a healing response, completely negligible. Okay. So what about if, if it's being transferred that quickly in all these different ways? What yeah. about from person, from being to being? Like if yes. I keep running oh around gosh. outside, can I go yes. smuggle my kids and get the benefit? Yes. You're so smart to pick up on that because a thousand percent, if you, I hate the cold. So if I'm, you know, with my partner holding his hand and he's touching or like a kid, my kids don't care when they were little, they'd be barefoot, whereas I wouldn't be. Or even for me, what I love is through a pet or through an animal. If you, if my, when my dog is outside on the earth, 
that dog is grounded. So as long as it's not super thick fur, it won't go through, you know, hair because it's insulatory, um, just similar to, to like clothing. But if I'm like petting her ears or her snout or her belly where the first thing you can be grounded through your pet. I mean, yes, there's a there's a you can be. Gr- How long do they hold on to that current? Like if the dog comes inside and is inside for a while, just as instant as it is on, it's instant off the minute gotcha. you move from the earth, you're not grounded. But I have done uh, uh, studies where we have literally linked hands and you could be 80 people long and the 80th person down there is grounded just from one person touching. And the same with plants. So. I have a balcony at my house and if I'm upstairs and I don't feel like going downstairs and I don't feel like being touching, stepping on my fire ant mounds that I can't get rid of, on my balcony, I touch a leaf on a tree and I'm grounded. So I can be having my morning coffee grounded and I'm not even on the earth, but that's how conductive even plants are. You could go to the tallest tree as long as it's rooted in the ground and touch the top leaf and you're grounded as if you're laying on the beach. So there's a medical benefit to petting my dog outside. A hundred percent. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Do yes. it. Do All right. It. Um, Let's talk about location, weather, drawbacks, dangers. Are there talk about the earth and any anything we should be concerned about and we're trying this or worried about? Is there anything to suggest different weather is better for grounding? Not yet. I wish. Is it worth it to study that? Oh yeah, for sure. But like you said, it's the with studies, the whole thing is right. who's gonna fund it? It's gonna be either a grounding company right. that wants to sell a product or I don't know who would fund that. So but yeah, there definitely should be. What we do know about the earth, which I'm sure you as the meteorologist knows more than I do, is that the earth puts out multiple different DC electrical fields, including the Carnegie curve. So this needs to be studied, but the Carnegie curve has a daily oscillation that peaks around 7 p.m. and is uh, low around 3 a.m. And we don't know yet if it matters during the day because we just know we're grounded the whole time. Um, there's and, and the Carnegie curve also is elliptical. So it kind of informs us what season we're in because um, it peaks in fall and spring and is lower in summer and winter. Do we know what effect that has on our human health? Not yet. We know it's all positive, but we don't know if we can optimize it. We just don't know that yet. Though so I would say... Uh, so two things to mention as far as like, quote unquote, dangers, they're not dangers. It's your body is optimizing. But since we have over medicated our society, when we have people and, the, and they might need it, they might need to be on blood thinners. But grounding really boosts your circulation, which is great. But if you're artificially thinning your blood and then you have a cut, you will bleed more. So if you're a bleed risk, you might want to talk to your physician about coming down on your blood thinners or um, just have them monitor you while if you're in starting a lot of grounding. And the same thing with thyroid. Again, we know that grounding boosts your metabolism and it does boost thyroid hormone. So if you're artificially on sy- thyroid supplements, it's possible that you can go down on them. So it's not necessarily a danger, but it's something that in some situations, because your body is becoming healthier, you might need to go down on some of your medications. And the other thing that uh, may or may not be worth mentioning because it's a big topic is if you're indoor grounding, not trying not to be in an electrical field because then you're introducing that AC current, which although your body is still in a grounded healing state and all the medical studies people were in electrical fields. So like babies in a NICU, there's studies about babies in incubators. Well, you know, they're in an electrical field because they have, you know, their body temperatures being regulated and they have, you know, EKGs and their little incubators got a million different electrical things and they go into a healing state. So it's not that it's dangerous to do it around um, EMFs, but if you're electrosensitive, you might feel that current. So that might come through as uncomfortable feelings. So in that case, then we want to make sure we're not in electrical fields when we're grounded. Can you overdo it? Can you ground too much? Not that I know, not that we know of, um, not that we know, because there's people, I mean, I feel like obviously before we invented plastics and tires and stuff like that, um, we were grounded 24 seven. So I can't imagine that it would be harmful to the human body, but I don't know. 
And what do you say to people who say, well, look, you, of course you feel better. You're outside. It's sunny. You're nice. You're probably taking a walk. You're enjoying yourself. You're not worried about work. You're relaxing. So yeah, you're going to feel better. And who knows if it's whether you're touching the ground or not. Well, we do know because we have all those medical studies where where we take all that away and we're indoors and we have a sham ground and a real ground. And then we see those physiologic responses. So we do know. But I would also agree with them. I wouldn't poo-poo that. Of course, there's additional benefits. There's medical studies that show just seeing a tree through a window makes people get out of the ICU faster and ha- and utilize less pain medication. So that's how much we want to be outside. Like subcon- like our body needs to see a greenery. And so there are a lot of other benefits. What Like we hinted on vitamin D already. So I would not, I would say, yes, you're right. All those things. And we also know grounding provides something else. Do you think that there's been a shift in like the medical field over the past couple of decades to become more holistic, more functional? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I think in general, because first of all, now we're accruing studies on it. So it is more seen as more legitimate, which is reasonable. Um, And also because uh, I think conventional medicine is starting to fail us the longer we've been disconnected to, from the earth, the more decades that go by, and the more we're seeing chronic illness rise. And so that, that is a correlation that people are becoming aware of. And then thirdly, I honestly think the pandemic has been somewhat helpful because in during those conditions, people couldn't go necessarily to their routine medical care or they couldn't have access. And there's a lot of problems. I think as um, health insurance gets more ridiculous and there's more barriers to access to medical care, people are starting to realize like, oh, I'm only going to use that if it's an emergency. Like I get a car accident, I want to go to the ER. Of course, of course. Or I need, you know, to be seen for something going wrong. But that actually isn't what's providing my wellness. That's not actually making me healthy. You know, that's not. So I do think when people had more barriers to access, they started realizing like, I I still feel good, you know, or I, I don't. So then they start looking at more holistic things they can do from home to support their health, as opposed to thinking that it's conventional medicine that makes them well. I think it's conventional medicine that helps manage and improve disease. But I don't think that's what's making you well. It can be a little intimidating, too, because there, you know, a lot of functional doctors don't take insurance. No, it should all be free. Yeah, it's hideous. Like and, and access to mental health care and that kind of thing. It's just so much barriers and so much ridiculous with the insurance companies. And you're right. And then a lot of physicians are like, well, then you can only see them if you can afford it. And that's thousands of dollars just to get a lab study. So it, it has just become obscene. It has but speaking been- of, you have a lot of free resources, right? I do. On your website. Yep. Yes. <laughs> can you do. tell us what people can find? Well, I I think the the most important thing that I provide is a continuous updated list of medical studies if you want to read it for yourself. So if you have, oh, I have this particular issue and then you can read a study that is looking at that. So that's super helpful. But I also have like a free ebook that'll if you don't know what it is and you just want to start small, it's just a 10 minutes a day for 10 days. You will notice a difference in 10 minutes a day just for 10 days. And so it's a guide how to do that and, um, you know, free blog posts and articles and videos and all that kind of stuff. I'm yeah. to- this was, I told Emily, I was like, you should totally do something on grounding. It's just yeah, a yeah, really it's cool awesome. topic. I, I, I would speculate that a lot of people who are doing this are the same people who are probably cutting out seed oils, have a diet that's probably super healthy, healthy to re- reduce inflammation. Is there anything to suggest diet and grounding? There's a correlation between the two. And are there enough studies that say, these aren't just observational studies looking at somebody, but that specifically a person who prior was eating, you know, if they're drinking Coca-Cola, maybe here and there, they're eating a a typical American diet and grounding is still having the same effects on them? Or is it going to be somebody who's, look, they eat healthy, they they exercise. So how do we know that's that's sort of not the There is a definite huge overlap between grounding and our digestion because our entire digestion is innovated by the vagus nerve, which we do know grounding boosts. So everything from swallowing 
to peristalsis in your gut to um, release of bile acids. And it's all because of the vagus nerve. So we do know that grounding puts you into rest and digest and does optimize your um, entire digestive tract. However, we don't have studies showing like if people have cleaned up their diet, what does grounding do? And people have bad diets, what does grounding do? All the studies are the bad diets. All the studies are people that this is not even looked at or controlled for. It's just normal, regular people if they're grounded or ungrounded. But so anecdotally, I can definitely say there's additional benefits because the people who come to me are the holistic ones who've been meditating for 10 years and get really good sleep, eat pure vegan raw juice and still something's missing. Why is my why do I still have pain? Why can't I still do X, Y, Z? Why am I why do I still have this metabolic disorder? So there is something missing that does resolve when you add grounding. But that's just anecdotally. There are not studies on it. Has there been an increase in autoimmune disorder? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And is that do you think that has to do with like this lack of grounding as well? I, I don't 100 percent know about that interplay, but there's a lot like he mentioned about the gut. So it has a lot to do with our diet and our gut is inflamed. And so we start it, we don't have a nice barrier anymore. So things that like that we eat that are crap that aren't supposed to be in our body start getting into our body and in our system. And so our whole body becomes inflamed and on kind of alert. So because of that, it becomes hyper alert and it starts attacking itself. So if you have a bad diet and lots of gut inflammation, over time, you are more likely to get thyroid issues because you start making thyroid antibodies and attacking your own thyroid and you become hypothyroid. So like, for example, that's steeply on the rise. And when people clean up their diet, and I would say also get grounded, they can come off medication and don't even they aren't even hypothyroid anymore. So yeah, there's a huge correlation. But you said you're not in this to make money. So yeah. But you're so passionate about it. You put all of your energy into this. So yes. what, what does motivate you if it's not financially? Well, because it's not out there. I think it's ridiculous. I mean, it's personal <laughs> experience. I especially starting with my daughter, Clara, like uh, because I was personally offended that it was just medicate her and get her to shut up or just leave her in a room and let her cry. And I, I don't know. I it was a personal offense from then on. But I feel like I mentioned that because like my appendix ruptured a few years ago. I would be dead for not conventional medicine or like, so it's not one or the other. That's what I, I think. That's why I like I'm passionate about it, because there isn't a lot of people in the, the middle. So it's not one or the other. It's conventional medicine to help me and support me when I have something, an issue going on. But that does not create wellness. It just does not create wellness. So we do have to have just like. You wouldn't say, well, I saw my doctor, so I don't need to drink water or wear my seatbelt. You wouldn't say that. So it's like just because I'm getting medical support doesn't mean I don't want to get grounded. Well, this is so easy, too. Anybody can do it. Like literally in a city, you can do this. In you a city, yeah. Like you, you could be in prison. And like when you go out in the little yard on the cement, you can touch the ground there. Yes, it's all. The little chain fence is grounded. So for all of our prisoner listeners. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought the concrete did not allow grounding so that I've learned something. Where you might be thinking that is, I would not recommend asphalt or something that's been sealed because that now we've added plastic to it to make it last longer. But if it's just concrete or cement, it's 100%. So what about the sidewalk? So to, to clarify, so if I go outside my house and there's sidewalk, like I live in Manhattan and yeah. I could, you know, there's little trees I could touch, but could I just, if I... Again, not recommended, but if I wanted to walk barefoot down the streets and sidewalks in Manhattan, am I grounded or no? 100%. You're oh, grounded. Okay. Anything anybody should watch out for, though, if they're going to try this for the first time? I don't, I honestly don't recommend doing it through your feet because of what we have done to our environment these days. I don't think it's super safe. And there's, even if it looks safe, there's pesticides and all that stuff. So I almost always tell people just go out with your hands. I mean, literally, if you know the whole day has gone by and you have not touched the earth in any way, shape, or form, at least go outside to stand next to a tree and hold 
a leaf while you look up at the moon and take 3D breaths. Like just go outside and look at the stars and realize you're on this planet spinning through space with everyone else. Hold on to that leaf and take three breaths before you go up and go to bed. That will make a difference. We poo-pooed a little bit on some of the products, but if, if someone says, look, I want to do some of this, I'm busy or I live in a city, I'm on a limited budget. What's the one thing you would recommend? Is it the sheets? Is it the socks? Is it like what? Um, okay. So the first thing I want to say is I would not recommend most of the grounding tools out there because they're all plastic based and mm. like the sheets are polyester. Well, that's going to sit in a landfill for 500 years. And I think it's the most hypocritical thing in the world to say, I want the earth to make me feel better, but I'm going to put a plastic vinyl recliner in a landfill for centuries after I'm gone. So you want to look for natural um, uh, fibers and ethically produced products. But then once you get there, I think just a mat is probably the most versatile because you can put a mat on your bed and sleep on it. You can take it to work and sit on it. You can take it and use it as a picnic blanket outside. You can take it, roll it up and put it in your suitcase when you travel. So just, I think a grounding mat, but one that's made out of, um, you know, all natural fibers is better than a plastic one. Cool. And you could put like, if you have like cotton sheets, right? You can put it under your sheet. You don't need to be like directly on that. Um, usually, but I, I always say direct contact just so you know, for sure, because I would say I've tested of all the sheets I've tested, a third will let it through and two thirds will wind up blocking it. Oh, Mm. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Laura, thank you so much. This was very informative. I love your passion and what you're doing. This is super cool stuff. And uh, I know we both learned a lot. Ryan, do you have anything else you want to ask? No, I don't. I don't think so. Do you have any no questions for questions us? Get yeah, to? just my own personal. I'll contact you later about my own grounding. Uh, Perfect. Yeah, I try and do it every day, up. but I use my feet. Like I, I just go outside yeah. and stand in the yard. I find that yeah, easy. That's great. That's awesome. We'll work on that weather and um, grounding study for you. That we'll get yes. some yeah, little yeah. evidence. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. And I just want to mention at the end, like um, we talked about, this does not mean you don't seek conventional medical support at all. This is an and and situation. I want to see my physician. I want to get dental care. I want to make sure that my body's good. You know, I want to get advice, guidance, and emergency care and 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 long-term care. But can I also ground? Absolutely. Add that on. And it might be preventative. You might not have to see a doctor. Absolutely. Thanks so much to Dr. Laura Conover for sharing her time and knowledge with us. As she mentioned, it's important to seek out medical care if you're having an issue. And we always support you talking to your doctor when trying any new treatment. It's also worth mentioning that there are some companies marketing indoor grounding tools that may or may not be tested and approved by medical doctors. As Laura mentions, the best way to try grounding yourself is to simply step outside and touch anything growing out of the ground. Off the Radar is a production of the National Weather Desk. Make sure you're following the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes publish every Tuesday. If you know someone that's interested in grounding, please share this episode with them. We'd also love you to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Let us know what you think of the show. You can also give me some ideas for future episodes. Special thanks to Ryan Berlin for his contribution and for joining me to host this episode. I'm meteorologist Emily Gracie. Make it a great day. wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.